When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to talking behind your back, I'm not not lying. <laughs> I didn't get it. No. <laughs> Is this, what's this about Mary? Just yet. <laughs> Mine's really short. You ready? Uh... It's expensive to bond me. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to sing it or not. Yeah, no, that was good. I'm Travis. <laughs> I'm not. I always forget how this part I need, honestly, I need cue cards. I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And this is Privilege Twinks. Ah, it's all Lake City Recast Podcast, Podcast Recap. Where, Where we, we recap. <laughs> Episode, what, 14 today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was very... Supersized. Yes, it had a lot in it. My notes are so long for this one. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, I, I think it was all warranted. I liked all the stuff that went down this episode. Yeah. We got yes. to see a little bit. It went bit. by pretty fast, considering the length. That is true. I mean, also, when we're watching it, it's only like 55 minutes. It was nice to see Lisa and Meredith and Jenny just get to have like fun, a little bit of fun. Because there's not yeah. a lot of fun. It's like Meredith said, she was talking tired of talking about her friends. It's been, I mean, even it's just like. Uh, but we had to relive dumb Dewey. I know. Dumb baby needs. Exactly. How about you get a uterus, Dewey? How about you do it? Dewey uterus. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I feel like. Not it. It was so weird to, to like have it be brought up because it has been like six or seven episodes since they've talked about it. And in our time, that's like months. months. But in their time, it, I'm sure it was it's only like, like a couple days before. Right. Yeah, that's wild. How much content they're getting out of so little time? Jam packed, baby. As a show, like they must be. They're like, we hit the jackpot. We don't even have to film more than two weeks. Right. Oh my God, peeps. Jeez, Louise. Is there anything you want to talk about personally? Not a dang thing. <laughs> I can't remember to buy Christmas presents to save my life. Oh, yeah. We're going home for Christmas, but only for, like, three and a half days, so. Yeah. Your regularly scheduled programming will still be here next Monday and the Monday after that and the Monday after that. They posted about the reunions about to film, which made me semi-sad because that means it won't be too long. How many episodes do you think there are left? This is 14. They probably, I don't know. I Like 19 or 20? Yeah. Not left, but. Yeah, I would say, I, it's probably out there how many there are total, but if we Googled it, but that would be too easy. They want to get the reunion film before Jen takes a uh That's March, deal. though. Oh, that could be the <laughs> Ooh, baby. That's what Dana was saying last week, was that she expects her to take a plea deal any day. Any day now. Or like soon. I don't think so. I don't know, though. Yeah, yeah, who knows? When we were watching, I mean, even on this episode, she's like, I'm not downsizing my house. 
Yeah, she and she's doubled down like on the innocent. Yeah, I mean part. it would. Yeah, but I mean, which makes me think maybe there is a chance that other people were doing things that she wasn't aware of. But I, you know, who knows? It is. It is weird. That is it she a possibility? Yes. At a other company that got shut down for doing the same thing. Mm, yes. Not only worked there was vice president there. Well, did they get shut down for that, or did they were they just known for being involved in similar practices or something? I think Dana was saying they were like eventually shut down. Oh, okay. Like the company. I don't know if it was like legally or what it was, but the, what I remembered from the the Hoojanger, the Shaw Shocker, was that basically like she. It seems like something she should be a practice she should be aware of because she worked at a company that that was known to do it, or that like gave sold the information. Maybe they didn't do the illegal stuff, but like, right. I don't know. She it, it's she's involved in that world, and then now here she is. Three branches of police are arresting her. Like it doesn't feel like she mm. could not know. <sighs> it's the age old question. But she, I guess is she lying or is she telling the truth? And I <laughs> feel like the age old question is it lying or truth? He's <laughs> a beach. But it's true. How do you know if somebody's being honest? You know, you don't know them well enough. Like, I like to trust people. It's just easier. So it's, it's nice to be like, or it would be nice to think, oh, she wouldn't, like, say it this. Yeah. Especially with everything, how she feels about her family and being like, oh, on my on my husband, on my children, on my, her father who she cared about so much. Girl, these shows need to stop putting everything on top, on other people because just because you say that doesn't mean you're not lying. Lisa Vanderpump. Oh. On my children's life. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, to, to some people, that statement means something. To others, it doesn't, and they know that, but they're still willing to say it. But you don't know. Exactly. So it's just, you know, you can't. I, that, I'm in the boat of, if she's guilty, they will prove it. I'm sure. So the courts will figure it out. And that's what I'm good with letting... I'm not believing nothing until they what they say. But that brings up the although law enforcement is not known. I was going to say, do you trust the jury system, the judging system? Okay, maybe let me rephrase. I'll say <laughs> I'll wait for them to present the evidence. Yeah, because that should be pretty. If it's clear, then you know, right? If not, then maybe. Yeah, I'm sure we are going to get a lot of articles about it. Yeah. Um, about like what's going on inside the courtroom if we get to a court date. Mm-hmm. But anyways, at the beginning... What do you think she's going to wear to court? Oh, my God. <laughs> Balmain. No, that... Or uh, uh, Louis, Louis Vuitton. Even though she's on there, revoked list. Not really. Was Balmain the one that Mary, Mary was talking about? For? Yeah. I've never heard of that. <gasps> Balmain? So fancy. No, it's nice. It's like it's one of those... It's Balmain. Balmain. It's uh, most recently famous, I think, for the Kardashians, because uh, Kim wears a lot of Balmain. Oh, Okay. But their clothes are really cool, I think. Do you want to get into the episode? Duh. I just tried. You diverted me. You didn't start with what we start off <laughs> with, which is Brooks Marks revealing oh. his mm. brand new innovative blazer with the signature strap. <laughs> tag. What did he call it? A tag? He called it a strap. I don't know. The yeah. signature Brooks Marks strap. It's something. Yeah, you know what? Power to him. I want rich parents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you could... Buy me an listen. iPad, Mommy, and then just make these clothes, and then I'm a fashion designer, and I can live at home forever. Yeah. That's kind of it. 
But also, I don't know. It's it. I mean, the drawing looked very like a plain jacket. Well, he's revealed it since. Oh, has he? Yeah, he wore it on the Watch What Happens Live. Oh, did and it, it go across like this? A black blazer with a strap on the top. Did it go across? Yeah. The, oh, okay. All right. Well. But I, my my thing was like, how come he has an iPad but he doesn't have an Apple Pencil? Like you're rich. Yeah, it would be easier. But I mean, he seemed to do all right he with his fingers. He was tracing it. With his... He did fine. He did fine. Anyways, let's not. It is what it is. You know, is it innovative? Uh, next level fashion, probably no. not. But you know what? It's it's his thing, and he does it. And if he makes money, power to him. Go get it, girl. It's just. I mean, maybe the, his whole scheme was: my mom's going to be on a TV show. I'm going to make the most basic thing that I know people will talk about, and then they'll want to buy it because it becomes iconic. Yes, deep maybe level Brooks genius. is the deep mastermind behind this whole thing. Sure. Anyway, okay, there was, like, a guy there cooking for her. That's their assistant? That's what it said. That's what it said? Mm -hmm. I was like, what if this is Brooks' boyfriend? (gasps) Who knows? I doubt it. Uh, Ginny walks in with a very, like, uh, limited edition looking Birkin. Mm. I tried to look up how much it is, but I couldn't find it. You've watched a lot of Housewives be a Birkin spotting. What do you mean? I don't I mean You don't notice when it's I broken? noticed it because it was lime green and it stood out, but I don't normally pay attention to the I went to buy a fake Birkin. Oh my <laughs> god, you've gone deep into it. You bought into the culture. I can't afford a real one by any means. Yeah, even but you're even but now I'm thinking you're one of the people that would want to. Would no, you? no, no, no. I would never spend that much oh on it. But I would spend a hundred bucks on a fake one. Oh my god. <laughs> Why not? <sighs> I mean, yeah, big one's fine, whatever, but I just always gets me. I mean, if you have basically unlimited money, then what does it matter? I mean, if you want to pay right. 60 grand for a per- but like it just seems so obnoxious. Except Birkins hold their value. I understand that. You're not throwing your money away, but it is. But they don't sell them, so. Right. <laughs> That's what everybody says, though, when they say, when they, to justify it. Yeah. Well, some people they're inherited, like they hand them down and all that stuff. So, like you're, it's like you're giving your kid a a type of car. Well, it's better because it's like it's fashionable and it holds its value. So you can resell it if you want to or need to or whatever. I would say they're arguably ugly, but that I still want one. You know, mm. and that's the thing. It's <laughs> something I've never felt. About a Birkin. You felt you felt that way about jewelry, though. Oh yes, I pay, I would pay a lot of money for some sparkles. Yeah, which I'm kind of like I don't really get it. It's like still a tiny little thing on your hand, and you could buy a fake one that looks just as sparkly. Mm, I guess. Like you could buy a glass that's cut in the same shape as you a know, diamond. But and no one would ever know except you. It's the no, no. They would know if it was glass. It, the no from far, from how close from how close. It's, I'm just saying, but also part of it is that you know that this thing has been cooking in the earth for millions of years. Hmm. Unless you get a Labron crystal, which is fine too. Or not crystal, gem. So you would want to, you would be okay with like a Labron one? I think so. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Anyway. I mean, it would depend on how much I could afford. There are certain things I think, I I think it's kind of cool to have like, you know. A real one. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree to an extent, but spending... I don't know. The extent that people have to go to get a gym out of the earth and get it provided, it has to be shaped and set. And there's a lot. So to me, the value makes a little more sense than, you know, a Birkin, which is leather. Like but spending any other... like 70 grand on a bracelet is just dumb to me. No matter how sparkly it is or where it came from. Right. I, it wouldn't be dumb, I think, if you had an ass load of money. You know? Mm. I think it would still be dumb to me. Oh, okay. All right, well. Okay. They, they're basically... T- she brings up the sister wives thing again to both of them. To Lisa comes over too. But just really hasn't changed. I mean, this part really wasn't much of anything except for... She revealed it to them. Yeah. They didn't know. We knew. But we already knew. <clears throat> they and just... they're hanging out, having girls night. Yeah. Um, which, it was fun to see them, like, put the corset on and, like, just, dress, just like, play dress up and just, like, have fun. Mm-hmm. For a minute. And, oh, also, Lisa had a funny line. She said, if John asked for a sister wife... He wouldn't have a sister wife because he wouldn't have a first wife anymore. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, honestly, I feel like Jenny probably should have been like, you, you are on dangerous territory right and now. I mean, it sounds like she is. She keeps saying, like, my marriage is in trouble, so. Mm. Sounds like she knows the gravitas behind it. Is that the right word? I'm sure. I feel like the only thing I didn't like about this was the insinuation that um, Jenny has to, would have to sex herself up to keep Dewey from saying dumb things. But I like, she came back later and said, I'm not rewarding him with my I feel like they were just kind of joking. I guess, but. I mean, it's the same thing, like, Jen brought over that box of sex. She didn't take it personally. Bachelorette toys to Heather. Like, she didn't actually mean use a blow-up dick on your head. I know. In the bedroom. It's the same thing. They were just wanting to dress her up sexy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also, mean... Yes. it was weird when the producer was like, why do you have a blonde wig in your closet? Like, right. were they trying to insinuate the role-playing thing again? Probably. Just weird. These women always wear wigs. Yeah. They just wanted her to say, when I... Di-, I was going to say dick down my husband, but she doesn't do that. Maybe she does. Oh, maybe she does! <laughs> <laughs> I could see it. Okay, the next day... No, two days later... Jen is driving herself crazy. (laughs) She, like, calls Heather and says she's going to get lunch with Lisa. Okay, here's the other thing. I fully agree with her husband. Like, okay, maybe you can't... Maybe you don't want to downsize your house or whatever. One, how much do you think that house costs a month? Two... Wait, I thought... Couldn't she sell this car? Like, I just don't understand how she's still putting on this front. I was confused about what scene we're at. Because this is the one where they start off with Ramadan. No, this one's her driving to get lunch with Lisa. And she's in her nice car. Okay, this is the one they talk about. the. I know, but I was saying, like, why... Like, it just seems weird that she's still driving around in this, like, car worth X amount of money. It's... It could be a lease, in which case you can't really... Sell it or do anything with it? Right. And you have to, like... Usually there's a return penalty, I think. I guess it's just weird to see this woman who potentially has scammed a bunch of people, like, still using that money. Yeah, but if she thinks she's innocent, then, you know. I know, it just, like, shook me a minute when I saw her in that car and, like, with her whole get-up on and everything. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect anybody who's wealthy to just give up all their comforts over a legal issue. 
Like, I get the optics parts of it, but she's not going to, like, start driving a Ford Taurus, you know? <laughs> yeah. And wearing Tommy Hilfiger from <laughs> Jay-Z Pan. Tommy Hilfiger. Or whatever. <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger is a respected brand, Travis. Yeah, it's an affordable brand. <laughs> respected uh, and affordable. Anyway, we, re- we find out that Lisa hasn't texted her back in four days, or answered her calls in four days. Shady boots. It is, but also I'm like... She's right that she can take a minute to process, too. Like, this isn't just happening to Jen. Like, it's... If it's your one of your best friends, you have to process it, too. No. I don't agree with that. You think that she should just answer the phone immediately? Uh-huh. She should have been up front with her and said, Okay, I'm really sorry this is happening to you. I yeah. need some time to... Like, at least tell her that. Don't just ghost her. And, like, leave somebody in limbo land. What? Because Jen, at this point, is just saying, I feel very vulnerable. The people I need to show up aren't showing up. So when you ghost somebody, the person on the receiving end is just, they have no idea. Are, yeah. what, are you just not getting there? Like, is there a reason? Is there no reason? Are they working against you? Have they dropped you? Are they ever going to speak to you again? Are they just, when's it going to, it's torturous in a way. She should have just been up front with her about it. But sometimes you won't respond to a text for like a month because you're putting it off. Much less if it was about jail. First of all, that is not true. (laughs) Rarely a month. That's only if I forget. Okay, but that's different. Because like somebody might text me and I'll I'll talk to them on the phone. How many missed texts do you have right now? Don't do that to me. I want to look. Let's see. And this, oh, that's a group, though. How many? This is 22. <laughs> but they're all recent. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I can see it. They're all from today. Anyways, the point is, people who know my friends know that I don't do well with that, like, responding right away. So, yeah. they're not going to think it's different. anything. Right. If you have a relationship with somebody, and they talk to you all the time, and they text you back, then when that changes, that's what matters. Yeah. And I think she should have told her. I get, I, yeah, I get the, maybe the ghosting was bad, but I kind of am on her side of, like, it's mm-hmm. not just something that, like, there's, there's other things involved. Like, she's her yeah, friend. That's the They're on a show together. Who knows, like. Yeah, but you're assuming the guilt if you do that. You assuming that Jenna's guilty? Yeah. No, she just took a minute to, like, get her thoughts in order. Mm-hmm. I was on Lisa's side with this. Jen was like, poor me, poor me. And Lisa's like, this also she, affects us. And yeah. also we had a fight before this happened. And She was very poor me. I agree with that. She was very poor me. But I still think she could have told her that. Instead of leaving her in limbo land, she could have said, I need time to think, to process everything. And I will contact you, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. that way Jen would have known. There was a lot of crying in this episode. Jen was crying here. It's a lot of... Uh, Unmoving foreheads. That's what I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like lots of Botox tries to cry and you're just like, yeah. only the eyes really move. <laughs> now that I'm hating it, I just think it's funny. You can really tell. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, I kind of wish that they would have had some kind of footage of Jen calling Lisa or something that night after the party because, or after she found out about the party. You mean Jen? Not Jen. Jen calling Lisa. Right. Uh, because I don't. It's just weird to, like, not know the fight, what it was, and then, like, how it's still affecting her. Like, I wonder how bad it was. Like, if it was one of her exploding on her assistance band, <laughs> or, like, what it was on the phone. I mean, it sounds bad. Yeah. I would guess it was something like that. I didn't think it was fair of Jen to say, well, now that I'm dealing with this, you just have to get over your 
feelings about how I treated you. Right. She's like, this <laughs> like, is no. bigger than that. And Lisa's like, I still have feelings about that. Which I'm glad she said that and stood up for herself, because she's right. I didn't hate Lisa this episode. I will... At the end, she was doing a lot of yelling, but at the same time, I feel like she wasn't just saying, like, we didn't... I didn't say anything bad about you or whatever, mm-hmm. which is what kind of happened with the Mary situation. Like, she wasn't just trying to suck up to Jen the whole time, which right. is what I was thinking may happen. Okay, we're at Heather's house, and her brother, Tyler, is there from Switzerland. Very, very fat. Switzerland is beautiful and very exclusive. Very interesting place. Do you think, like, maybe he got that because something to do with Mormon Church? Well, Heather said he moved there with his wife, so I just... The way she said it made me think his wife is from there. Yeah. But... uh, don't, like, Mormons at some point go on, like, missionaries. a hiatus? Or, like, a, yeah, missionary like a missionary trip? work, yeah. All over the place. I keep I keep seeing TikToks. I've never seen one of the original ones, but of people making fun of... Like, I guess there was a trend for a minute where Mormons would, like, open where they were going on their mission trip, like, on camera and, like, cry about it. Oh. Like, in a good way. Like, happy cry. Okay. Like, kind of like opening a college admission letter. Uh-huh. And I, so people started doing it with, like, fake places from, like, cartoons and stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, anyway. So he basically has decided to leave the Mormon church as well. And he was kind of inspired by Heather to do so. Mm -hmm. And this part really made me feel really bad for Heather. Because she did do it so publicly. That now it seems like she gets, like, messages every day of, like, you inspired me to leave and you inspired me to, like, look into things more and quit religion and stuff like that. And it's a it's a hard burden that I didn't really think about how it was affecting her. You can still tell that she, like, has a... She wishes she never found it out, kind of. Like, yeah. never had that realization of, like, oh, I want to leave. Yeah, the guilt... I understand because she doesn't want to feel like, because I'm sure part of her is like, what if I'm making the wrong decision? And then you have a whole bunch of people following you yeah, or it feels like they're following you. But the thing is, is that people have their doubts anyway. One of the things that she said about the Mormon church, because I wouldn't comment on like the content of any religion. I think, you know, whatever. Um, But when an organization, just say from an organizational perspective, when they don't want you to look into history, I mean, yeah. What is it? The doubt is the true test of faith or like the, like, I forget the saying, but like she you said, face your doubts and that makes your faith stronger. So if he yeah. wants you, so, I mean, really, I feel like people should encourage it, but I guess if they have this issue, I, it doesn't matter. She said anything that's talking bad about it was like, they said it was a lie and was like right. the devil trying to get you to leave the church. Uh, yeah. Which sounds very culty. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyways, yeah. So I, I understand why. Because she grew up in it. It's, like she said, she would in some ways prefer to just still have that She said that she dream. grieves the life she wanted. She wishes she had. Right. Which is a very sad thing to say. But that, I mean, I don't think so. Because there's a lot of good, like, if you're in the good, in good graces with the, because I feel like it was the same in, in small churches in the South, you yeah. know, it's a social community. If you're, like, in good, like, you're good with people. You know what I mean? There's, like, 
I just if everything's it's... right, there's an interconnectedness, you feel good in your faith, you feel good in what's going on. And you know, the world is very strict. Like, why are we here? Yeah. So religion a lot of times yeah. gives you like a, a good purpose. purpose, right? <laughs> so if you can't have that, then I, you know, it's a little unmoored. It just, it's just like a ship at sea that's all floating. It's just sad to hear her kind of be like, I know I chose the right thing, but like part of me just wishes I never like found out. Right. Or questioned, and I could just keep living this life. I wouldn't want to, I mean, I don't think she should feel guilty for other people's choices, but at the same time, she's probably, well, she feels that, but uh, the guilt, but also the community is now going to look at her as being somebody who is leading people away from the church. Yeah. Which is not, I mean, she lives in Salt, I mean, around that area, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure she's going to catch a lot of shit. She's had has, a lot of implications, like, with her own family and friends, like, that, that we haven't seen on the show. Like, people that, being, like, like, not talking to her anymore. Yeah, that's what I want to ask. That's what I would ask for the reunion thing. Oh, okay. Well, we should send it on on Twitter. Yeah. Well, the good thing is it kind of came full circle at the end, and the brother was like, no, you, like, have done me a favor. Like, you haven't ruined anything. Like, this is a good thing. Right. I'm glad he said that, because she doesn't, like I said, it's a lot. It's not something she should take on. She didn't set out. It wasn't like she's ever said her mission is to open people's eyes <laughs> to, to the evils overthrow of the Mormon church. She just said, it's not for me. Yeah. And I made this choice and these are the consequences, you know, and other people were already feeling the same. There's a lot of people who leave the Mormon church. They just, yeah. you know, it's just the Mormons typically have a, the organization has a negative reaction to it in comparison to some other, you know? Yeah. Anyways. All right. Now is when we're at Jen's house and they're all praying. Um, yes. for Ramadan, the last day of Ramadan. Um, which I like that they showed that, you know, it's oh, nice definitely get you some extra culture. Well, also it's like the show does a really good job of like showing the juxtaposition of like Heather leaving, but dealing with the guilt, but then still showing like everybody else's practices and beliefs and cultures and stuff. I think. Yeah. But it's just good too, to, for people to see what, I mean, Ramadan's a big I don't know if it's the biggest. I thought it was. It's a, a month long, but people don't, you know, some people just don't even know what it is or yeah. that the length of time that it goes on for. So it's good that, you know, ed, you let the people see. I like that she was wearing a camo tracksuit and a Louis Vuitton <laughs> headdress, headscarf. headscarf yeah. uh, it's just very Jen. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jen and Coach Shaw go downstairs and they have a talk and. Basically, this is where we find out she's probably going to have, like, $2 million in legal fees. Mm-hmm. And that she employs most of her family. I should say most. She just employs a lot. She said most. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, I believe. And either way, this is the only part where I'm like, maybe she really didn't know. Because she that's the one thing that she, like, always has stuck by. And I don't know that she would willingly, like, screw over her whole a lot of her family. Does that mean they're all out of jobs? Whoever she works for her. Yeah. I don't know, though. Be, I mean, I agree. I, I can see that because family is a big thing for her. But at the same time, too, there's a lot of crime families. Out. Not that they yeah. know what she's doing. I'm just saying there's a lot of... I guess the difference would be that like they know what they're involved in versus this if they may not have known. I don't if that was the case. But I just mean just because it's illegal doesn't yeah. mean she wouldn't do it. Also, maybe she 
It's that complex of like, well, I've done it this long, no one, I'm never going to get caught. Maybe. I don't know. We don't really, did you have anything else you want to talk about from that scene? It sounds like they're not going to downsize, is the consensus that she yeah. came to. Well, I didn't, it didn't feel conclusive to me, but I don't, it sounds like she doesn't want to. Yeah. She so. definitely doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. I think she, well, whatever. It's fine. I was gonna, what? I don't know. I think she's put her family in like, uh, or in a precarious position. And so if he's like, we should maybe downsize, or maybe she should just be like, okay. <laughs> but then that's a little, you know. Unless they have like 20 people living there at the moment, I think it's just kind of dumb to be like, I'm not changing my lifestyle. When he's like, we need money. <laughs> yeah. I. How much do you think a house like that costs to rent? A lot. Like how much? Do you have any idea? Mm-mm. I wonder if we could find I'd it. I'd be surprised if it was under 10000 a month. Oh, so apparently it is $13,217 per month. That's insane. But also it's not as much as I would think. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just used to New York, or like New York and LA prices. <laughs> yes. <you are. laughs> I'm like, well, that's doable not really <laughs> not at all i just i just mean it's not as bad as it, like compared to we're living in like a one bedroom for two thousand a month like um okay so then lisa goes to this underground spring with whitney which a looks really fun it does yeah and b I'll, it just it felt like maybe like we're finally turning things around a little bit because I didn't expect it to go well with Lisa and Whitney post Veil. But I feel like they always do much better in person, like one-on-one, than they do in a group setting. As soon as they're in a group setting, they butt heads. That's true. I feel like they did a pretty good job of not butting heads this lunch, though. Mm, It was better than other times. That's true. (laughs) It wasn't Lisa versus Whitney. yeah, 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 that's right. But it does look really fun. There seems to be lots of fun things to do in I know. like sunny. It's like it's rad. You also have to wonder how far out of the city they're going. Remember like that one time they went to that spa with Jen? Yeah, it was like four hours away. Yeah. <laughs> um so they could sit in a tub. It was funny though that she mentioned she was like, Oh, you're trying to get me in water when multiple people have tried threatened, have to, threatened drown. to drown me. <laughs> They both are like, well, Lisa's kind of like, I hate how it ended after Veil. Uh, and then Whitney's like, it was hard for me to like hear you say all these things uh, one night. And then immediately you went to Mary and said the opposite, seemingly. Yeah, this is what I didn't like about it. Is that she's saying that there was a disconnect in the fact that she didn't that Heather and Whitney weren't there for the conversation with Mary, right? So right. Lisa's moved on in some way from the conversation they had before, flip-flopped, because of this conversation. Yeah. But then at the same time, she's saying that she 100% believes Cameron. <laughs> yes. So I do not understand how you have those two eggs in the same basket. Because yeah. they're completely different. You can't, I mean, if you 100% believe Cameron, then they how are you cool with... Being friends with Mary. You know, and... But maybe it's optics because she's accepted the gift. She wants to keep the peace. We'll see how it goes going forward. There's a difference in being tolerable and, like, friendly with someone in a group setting going forward than, like, what Meredith is doing right now, which is fully 
backing Mary 100%. Like, Lisa's not really doing that. Right. So, it, it is a little sketchy, like, okay, she's, immediately. She's riding the line. Right. Or and it seems to. like that night in Vail, she really went full boat for Mary. But maybe, like, going forward, it's going to be a little... I don't know. I'm kind of that person, too, a little bit, that immediately when there's something that's wrong, I want to fix it. And, like, I can see in her mind, she's like, oh, fuck, we've all talked, like, this shit about Mary. And I want to go to her and, like, tell her before she hears it from somebody else and fix everything. Yeah. And then maybe, I mean, they were a little, had been drinking and she gets a thousand dollar gift. Like, you never, in that moment, it might have felt a little bit different. And then we'll see how it is going forward. Right. And then I didn't like that she, because um, Whitney is telling her that she, you know, had contacted Cameron to yeah. get. That, this part was weird. And then Lisa's basically saying that she, who is she to do that? I guess in the end of the long She's story like, Cameron's short. my friend. Why would she need to She has to no talk reason. But it's like, if things are confusing, you go to the source. <laughs> it's because you're being vague. It's so vague. <laughs> that and, she needs to go to the source, yeah. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially if she's being upfront. It's like, well, this has been said. I don't know what's going on. It seems like you have a story. And if he's willing to share with her, then there you go. But it seems that, did it, did it come across that, if I remember right, he alluded, or that she just in general has heard things about what that, what, is this a, where this they talked about the predator thing? weird. Yeah, the predator thing. And she didn't even want to say what the rumors were because, um, she would This is what families. I'm going to tweet at Andy Cohen. Oh, okay. All right, girl. Tyler Murphy from, uh, where am I from? <laughs> Los Angeles, California, wants to know Whitney, what are the rumors that you couldn't talk about with uh-huh. Mary? Because it seems like Whitney found stuff out and then she decides to be vague with us about it. Yes, they don't want to. But maybe she'll talk with Heather or something in confidence about it. I don't know. It sounds like she said she wouldn't talk about it at all because of the safety thing. Right. Are you Which sounds it? like they're saying violence of some sort. I mean, predator implies I don't sexual, abusive. Like, I don't know. I, I don't either. I'm trying to see if I can find something. Yeah, so basically, there was, as some people were saying, it was hypocritical that she would say that they're predators but not say why which i mostly agree with and i i kind of get the like it's online do your own digging if you want i mean they don't want to say it for their own safety or whatever but you also are if you're encouraging people to look it up then you're basically telling them in a way i don't know it does seem a little suspect it's like don't call somebody a predator unless you're gonna back it up yeah well the other thing i'm like i'm like 90 percent on that part of me understands why she did it but then Really, at the end of the day. I feel like it's this thing of when you're in that moment, even though you know those cameras are on you, like, you're kind of having this gossip session. Mm-hmm. And you could... I could see where it could be like, well, I was looking up all these things and blah, blah, blah. And, like, basically, like, said all they were, like, predators or whatever. And then kind of in her confessional, she was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. So then she know. kind of was like, I'm not going to talk anymore about that. That's what it seemed like. She said the safety part in her mm-hmm. confessional. I don't know. Didn't read like that to me, but that's cool. Uh, the only other thing big that we got on this part is that Mary, Lisa says that when she was in her room, that Mary says, like, it's kind of this thing that she'd been alluding to, which was she's implying that Jen 
is in jail because she went against her church. Yeah, but I, I get where, I get that, but I remember when that scene played, and I was like, they're going to say this, that this was her, uh, that she had something to do with it, but really what she's saying is that you, back, it's more like that karma thing. You did yeah. something wrong, and you tried me in my church, which is holy, in the eyes of the Lord, <laughs> and, you know, and... Little words got my back, and yeah. you're in jail now. So. And it seems like next week Whitney's gonna spread it that she has something to do with her getting arrested, yeah, because of what she was saying. But it's really, re- I think she's really getting at re- you reap what you sow, yeah. So, but it does kind of <laughs> you're what you sow, so it does kind of seem like I mean, Jen didn't really do anything to Mary this season, and even last season, I mean, it was kind of mostly Mary doing things and Jen reacting to it. So, it's just kind of funny to hear her say, like, well, that's what happens when you go against my church. And it's like, Jen didn't even really do anything that much. She was just backing herself up. Jen yeah. didn't start too much stuff with Mary. Mary started most of the stuff. Yeah, I had to think. Jen just has so much drama. I had to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it just is kind of like, she's putting her church into it. Is the but part if she views seems, herself as the church, right? Right. Putting her church into it is the part that's like, oh, this seems a little bit like backing up what they're saying. Yeah, not Jen necessarily say the, anything about her church. So exactly. Why is she talking about I've it? I've never right. done anything. Her okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Because she views herself as the church. That's the part I'm Mary focusing is on. The church. Because she is God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, later they say that Mary is Jesus, the next Jesus. No, do they really? Yes. Did I miss that? When did they say that? <laughs> it was within all of the fighting. I'll oh, get to it at some Lord. point. Okay. We have a lot. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth coming up. Um, but yeah, that was my big takeaway. Not that I thought Mary called the cops or anything like that or tipped anybody off, but that it's, it is kind of like the thing of Mary thinking that her church is... I don't know, bigger than what it is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we're getting the pre-fa-lunch shots. Meredith is FaceTiming Seth, and obviously he mentions her tookus. Because he can't go five seconds without um, sexualizing his wife. Which is, I mean, okay, that sounds a little much, but he really... Can't go five seconds without sexualizing something. Yes, there you go. But also they could have filmed for... 35 minutes and only had that's the only part they showed. I know. So, I mean, we are getting the, the producers are to us. you were getting you were getting the the uh perv edit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not the perv. He's not <laughs> he's coming up as the perv. He edit. didn't do any he hasn't done anything like that bad. I just meant like everything that they've shown of him is talking about boobs or ass. Yeah. Um they show Mary like asking Robert Sr. for her coat and I feel like you could really tell they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> I know the ending the call is, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, beep. <laughs> beep. Yeah. The, the deep voice beep. Um, okay, so they go to this International Peace, peace Luncheon. Lunch. At a park. Which looked nice. The park looked really nice. Uh, I thought it was funny that Jen, Whitney, and Heather all get drinks beforehand. Because that's something I would do. All right, pre-game it. Um, they show, like, a couple days before, I guess not much must have happened, but basically Whitney says, like, she talked a bunch of shit, but she met up with Jen, and that they, we get the sense that, like, this is gonna be, their, their threesome is, like, gonna get through whatever was said. Right. Um, then Meredith, Lisa, and Jenny are all talking at the 
Park. Park. Um, and then Meredith is like, is that Jen? <laughs> Which they all looked really nice, by the way. Oh, yes. Everybody's, they really did. Everybody's get up. Um, yes. <laughs> when she said, I believe so. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't fucking know. Uh-huh. And, like, also... I mean, I guess maybe she didn't think about... Maybe she forgot that Meredith said that so strongly. But then that makes me think she wouldn't forget. But I feel like she would have thought of how to respond to Meredith. But the she, edit, seemed, she seemed a little off guard. The edit was really funny, though. That she was like, didn't we have this conversation not to invite me if you're going to invite her? And then they showed the the her saying that back in Vail. And mm-hmm. then immediately just Ginny nodding. Yeah. Like, I know that was the edit, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. But, I mean, how do you think, what do you think about that? Because if you're on, I mean, to step out of the illusion for a moment, it is a show. You are a cast member. It is a job. So, to say you're just not going to put yourself, like, don't invite her. I mean, I think maybe it was her play to ostracize her from the group so that she wouldn't. If everybody agrees to not film with her, then they basically have to get rid of her at the end of the day. The cast will have leverage. But this was what... But that's not happening. To me, this felt like... A little bit reversed. Like, if you're not going to invite, if you're going to invite Jen, then don't invite Meredith. Meredith might be on the outs of the mm-hmm. cast. Like, if she's going to refuse to film with them. But this kind of goes back to what Dana was saying last week, where she was like, on these early seasons, you're really fighting to keep your spot the whole yeah. time, which is a wild concept to think about. Uh, and then on top of that, you're, you know that if Jen comes, you can't just walk away. Yeah. Because then you can, then you might not get invited to the next Yeah, you might thing, be expendable. And then you might get replaced. I can't imagine the show without any of these people, but maybe that's how I would feel about, like, this is my first one I'm watching live, so I can't imagine, like, no, not knowing who's going to be on it next season. Yeah, your favorite might be axed. Yeah, so it's a weird thing to think about that, because uh, I've never really had to think about that before. Uh-huh, you've always known. <laughs> I've always watched it once the seasons come out. I mean, at this point, the only person... I mean, who knows? At this point, the only person I would expect to not come back would be Jen. Only because she might be in jail. In jail. But otherwise, I think everybody is holding their weight. Maybe Mary, because she's not actually doing a lot of filming with the group. Also... In a lot of ways. I just kind of don't want... I'm kind of over the Mary train wreck and the kind of like elusiveness that everybody's having with it. And it's almost an, another Kim Richards situation where it's like hard to watch mm. and I'd rather not be watching it. And they know that because a lot of people have made that comment where they're saying people are kind of over like, because it is a divisive type thing. If she's really doing, and she, and she does come across very. It's more than drama. Yeah, it's deeper, right? Okay, well, let's get into this lunch because a lot, a lot happens. Jen walks up. They all sit down. Um, Mary is a little bit late. And then they sit, they finally get sitting at the table and Heather realizes that Mary's going to sit next to her. Mary gets there and immediately they show her the picture of Jenny in the blonde wig. And then she... Well, first, before we get to the actual sit down, a little... What? When Mary was walking in, oh yeah, and she was acting like she was uh, trekking through the the jungle, uh, but don't have a don't do formal wear. 
In a park. When there's a path. A sidewalk. And a wooden brick. Like, she was, she acted like she was walking through the highlands. Well, she did the same thing when they went snow tubing. First of all, don't wear heels snow tubing. Second of all, they had a literal, like, thing to bring you, like, conveyor belt to bring you to the top. And she was complaining. Oh, right. She only had to walk from point A to the conveyor belt and then slide down the hill. But she gets to the table. She gets to the table. And the food's coming out. And... They immediately show the photo of Jenny in the wig. And Mary says, oh, well, she's like, oh, yeah, that blonde wig would look good on you because you have yellow tones, mm. which is all a little bit toe in the line already. And then she said, and your slanted eyes. She said, I love your slanted eyes. Yeah. It was like a compliment, but a non-compliment. It was just like one of those... It's just, she doesn't know, I don't, like, it's like as if she somehow doesn't know what sensitive topics are about race. Somehow. Somehow, right. I don't know. I. It seems like we're going to, it's going to come up next week. I'm sure she's getting a lot of uh, flag for it online. I haven't looked, but. Did you see her apology to the Mexican community? <laughs> no. I thought she did one. I didn't watch it. It was. It be it. She she put out, like, it looked like a wedding. Oh, invite. no, I did see that. I thought that you were saying there was a video. No. no, it had, like, frilly, like, cursive writing and stuff. It was strange, yeah. It was really strange. Um, well, I'm sure we'll get one today. Oh, also, <clears throat> earlier this week when the promo came out, it showed Mary, um, like, denying all the Jen stuff. Like, saying that she said anything about Jen. And she tweeted this whole long thing that was like, I truly forgot I said anything. Ha <laughs> <laughs> A little amnesia. So I'm mean. sure that will come up in the reunion. Okay. Um, Heather and her have this little moment. And they're all good, I guess. She says, I like you. And she says, I like Heather. Yeah. <laughs> in some ways, baby voice. In some ways, it was kind of cute. Like, they wanted to, like, just... They feel like they maybe got a little spatty with each other and were like, let's just put it past us because we, like, actually like each other and it was really kind of dumb. But then at the same time, it wasn't dumb. Right. It wasn't like they were arguing over, like, spilled milk. Right. It was a real thing. It was kind of ugly. very heated. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a little... In my opinion... I understand. I get. I kind of got the sentiment behind it, but I think it's a little naive to think that it's put to bed. Or why would you want to put it to bed she, so quickly? She also has a habit of putting things to bed really quickly and then not meaning it, and then immediate like two weeks later being. Well, like, no, 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 no. I will agree. I mean, what Heather said, I think, is true in that Mary really doesn't hold a grudge. Like she doesn't dig things up all the time. Oh, but it was funny when Heather said uh, she'll pull a blade out from her boot, slice your neck, then be like. What do you want for dinner? Yeah. I mean, I feel that way about Mary because she is very, she moves on from things very quickly. I know they talk about things and I'm not saying she never, ever holds a grudge, but she does move on from things fast. But what I was going to say is in the first season and even this thing recently with uh, Ginny, it's like she says we're good. Like with the gin thing and the hospital smell and everything, she was like, we put that behind her, us. And then at her dinner, like two weeks later, or her lunch, her Met Gala lunch, she brought it back up as if she was mad about it still. And then she did the same thing with Jenny. She said we were good and then wasn't good about it at the mm. next dinner. Well. It just, she, Heather is right in that she will forgive you really quickly. It's just a matter of if she chooses to continue. I'll say forgiving. she doesn't hold on to it as long as 
uh, other people do. Maybe that's it. I'm, I maybe in the moment she says I'm good, and then she needs to talk about it, and then she and then she actually is good. Yeah. She's generally not one to like. Even this with Jenny talking, she doesn't say any. She hasn't said anything about their first altercation. It just seems like when they she moves on for something, she actually does. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But basically, right after this, Whitney like whispers to Jen, which it wasn't really a whisper. It re- a girl. <laughs> I said, "What? What the shenanigans are Lisa you doing?" Lisa was like, "Oh, I heard that too." <laughs> Down the table. Like, yeah. Uh, but she said, which I didn't like, girl. I, that's why I said, I said, I was like, girl, buck up. If you want to, if you think it's bs well, then, I mean, I'm glad she said something, but she's, but I'm glad it started I don't like, something. I, yes, but the, she's the way she did it. I was like, girl, can you imagine if the whole episode was just them all forgiving each other? Like, that would have been so boring. No, I know. I'm not saying she didn't need to say it, I'm saying the way she didn't need to whisper to Jen yeah. loudly at the table. So, there she should have just said. What are y'all doing? Because this is some BSery. Yeah. Well, this is when Mary starts saying she didn't, she never said anything about Jen. They all kind of start saying, like, we all said things, but like, and Mary's like, I didn't. But then she's like, immediately starts calling her out, like, so you don't know. Yeah. So you didn't know anything. You were completely oblivious. What's the real story? <laughs> yeah, but what she said was worse. And before she said she was evil, that she knew yeah. she was capable of, she was scared of her. Yeah. And that she knew something like this would happen, basically. I was like, that's a a decisive and harsh judgment. Lisa says that that Whitney sent texts to everybody about the... She probably uh, sent articles. Yeah, I'm sure that they were coming out. They were on the bus. And they were on everybody. I mean, from Jen's perspective, you should honestly expect... Everyone's going to talk. ...to be doing that. You literally... Because what's going on? The bus you were on 10 seconds before got swatted, like... Yeah. And they're all on it, like, obviously they're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but then Which, Lisa, then Whitney was like, all of us were talking, and Lisa was like, my lawyer called me. <laughs> and cut, oh, right. They did, I'm surprised they didn't cut back, but maybe it's because they've done it too many times already. Right. To her on the phone with seven lawyers or whatever. Six. Six lawyers. <laughs> lawyer number one, lawyer number two. <laughs> would you, why I would they call shaking. her... They would not call her. Probably Maybe because they one missed a call her. from her and called her back. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. Uh, Jen is like, oh, now you're all fighting over who said the worst thing about me, <laughs> which is funny. I mean, it kind of was. Um, but at the same time, they were like all trying to cover their ass. Yeah. But I don't understand why. Well, it's I don't think Lisa, it's any... Lisa... Pulled out Whitney's name. So then we, Whitney felt like she had to be like, oh, don't act like I'm the only one talking. And then everybody started defending themselves. Right. But I don't know why they felt the need to defend themselves. You're a crazy thing. Ha- if she's, whether she's innocent or guilty, it's still crazy. Yeah. All the uh, three different branches of law enforcement, like you said, showed up to arrest a person seemingly out of the blue. You know, that's a pretty wild occurrence. Yeah. It's it's even more wild if she is innocent because that's a big uh, uh, a big ex- you know thing for them to go through for somebody they don't that yeah. Anyways, I uh, don't think that they should have. I think it should have been like, yeah, we were googling it, talking about it. We all had questions. You weren't there to answer it because obviously you was down talking to the popo. Yeah. Instead, they just all end up like screaming, and then Jen is like, "Can I talk?" And then Lisa, 
chimes in, and then Mary is like, she talked about me. She said, I'm the next Jesus. About Lisa? Who was she talking about? She said it. I don't even remember that. Because then Lisa immediately was like, that's bullshit. This is fake. There was a lot of... This whole... What was annoying about this one was that there was so much talking over. Like, yeah. they were all talking at the same time. It was hard to, like, keep up. It was, and it was kind of annoying. Not much is really and By kind said. of. I mean, it was really annoying. Yeah. And then Jenny just starts screaming. <laughs> okay. I also meant to say, I, this, to preface this whole thing, was that she's been, said multiple times about how conflict resolution yeah. in Vietnamese culture is about sitting down at a table in a nice setting and, and really listening and talking it out. And she went ham. She went ballistic. <laughs> not fully ballistic, but... Everybody it's, was yelling, and then Jenny started yelling. It's just that Mary was denying everything, like, saying she wasn't talking about Jen. And Jenny was just like, no, no, no. you're lying. Just and she was I, screaming at Jen, at Mary. No, was I was saying lying. she was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're yeah, not going to yeah. do that. And I also think she was probably a little incensed by the slant-eyed comment, you know? Yes, exactly. So she was probably on edge from that with Mary, and then Mary just bald-faced lying about it. Yes. Is it bold-faced or bald-faced? Bold-faced? Maybe. <laughs> I think I've always said bold face. Just said bold face. So, anyways, um, lying about it. And this is, I didn't like uh, Heather's reaction to all this because she really, from her interview, her, uh, what do you call that? Headshot? Mm -hmm. Talking head. Yeah, she seemed to know in the moment that it was all be like, no, no, no. With Mary and she just kept silent. Yeah. And I was like, why are you, okay. You can't, I don't know, that's just, the, that is, to me, a little fakery. Like, I know you want to keep the peace and maybe move on, but also you can't. But Heather wasn't really talking about anything. Like, she wasn't saying anything. She just kind of kept out of it. Mm. She wasn't defending or not defending well, anybody. and I kind of understand why, too, because last time it ended very not well. Exactly. For her, so. Or it was um, very stressful, I should say. It ends with basically Mary saying, like, or Jenny's saying, I don't care about you. And Mary's like, if you don't care about me, then why do I need to be here? And then Jenny's like, there's the gate. <laughs> GTFO. So she gets up. She's like, man, Meredith follows her. Uh, then Lisa says that she had PTSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Jen was like, what the heck? How do you think I feel? And then Jen starts crying and she walks away. Um, so Meredith's with Mary. Jen is going off on her own and then somehow finds Mary and then they sit down and Jen is like crying with Mary and then someone said Lisa needs to shut the fuck up, which is funny. <laughs> Whitney said that in her confessional. <laughs> then Meredith comes back to the table and was like, you guys all call her your friend and you do this to her about Jen. And then we go, we cut back to Mary and Jen and she, Mary says, I pray to God you're guilty. I mean, innocent. <laughs> I know. Freud, a Freudian <laughs> slip. Um, and then Meredith is basically like, how can you guys all call Jenny your friend when that, you just let that happen? Um, but I'm not sure what happened. I, I was think very she was mostly talking this. to Lisa, making it about herself. Okay. Lisa said, I have PTSD. And then Jen got up crying. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I think that's kind of what it was aimed at. Yeah. And then also they weren't really letting Jen talk. And not to be, yeah, and not to be, like, too SJW-y about it, but sometimes I get a little annoyed with people for, like, overusing PTSD. It's, like, an actual mm-hmm. thing people, like, suffer from. Not that I'm sure that it's, like, 
I get the reference of saying like that was a little a lot traumatic. Yeah, but I, you know, <sighs> do you have PTSD? No, no. you know. But I mean, I've never been on a bus that was surrounded by SWAT teams, so that's no. I mean, maybe, but I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying that it was scary keep... looking. Not PTSD worthy, I don't think. But who's to say? Uh, it's not the time to make it about you. Is the thing? Yeah, but also a lot of like trauma is like rape victims, people, yeah. soldiers in war, um, people who've been abused for long periods of time. Like yeah. that's you know, it's kind of a serious thing. Yeah, you know, do you? a media circus around it's not i don't know i was just kind of like okay you don't act like right don't minimize other people's and that's what i'm saying i'm feeling a little sjw about it but at the same time i do sometimes it's just kind of annoying i'm like it's not ptsd you're not having medical issues because of that no i mean i don't think that's what she really was implying but no i know maybe it is because lisa's kind of dramatic but I'm just saying in general, people do that a lot in general. They're like, oh, it's giving PTSD. Which, I mean, sometimes it is, fun. like, I don't know. If you're on TV, I think you just have to be a little more sensitive about the things that you say. Yeah. In my opinion. Meredith says, I love you guys, but I have to go. Uh, Lisa starts, like, screaming. <laughs> Still. Like, don't go, don't go, don't go. Oh, yeah, she basically, like, begged her to say. Well, then Meredith says, you have been screaming for half an hour. I can't anymore. Uh, <laughs> and then Heather literally laughed out loud, uh, which was, she was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> And she said, Mom and Dad are fighting. What do we do? Uh, <laughs> Heather is so funny without meaning to be, I think. Well, uh, she is meaning to be. If she is, she's effortlessly funny. So then Lisa and Meredith go away and have a little talk. And Lisa is basically like, how come when I'm in a situation, you don't defend me, but you're going to blindly defend Mary? Uh, When, like, we are the ones that are supposed to be close. Which, (sighs) I agree on that. I mean, not that what Lisa was saying needed to be defended, per se, but, like, Mary and her coming for each other and then her backing Mary just seems a little bit odd especially when mary's lying the whole time yeah it is strange but it just makes me feel like meredith thinks lisa's in the wrong sometimes or is just doing too or much she's getting annoyed by her <laughs> that's right. what it seemed like last episode in the horse saddle area remember when they were talking in the stable and oh, she was and she like said, i'm yeah. offended by that and then she's like okay she said don't go there she said, well i'm going there <laughs> um basically they nugget the cat just knocked something off the wall. We we get the, like, I get the thing of Meredith maybe does feel a little bit bad, and that's why she decides to go back to the table. Yeah. Uh, Lisa's, like, begging well, her I mean, to Lisa stay. Lisa was, like, crying. I mean, she would have looked cruel if she would have left at that point. Yeah. Like, so, uh, your friend is basically, like, weeping, asking you to stay to help her, yeah. you know? And it's, like, it's not going to be anything to you to stay. You know what I mean? It's not like... A, it does anything to Meredith to stay there. Just Meredith said she doesn't want this in her life right now. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Why are you on a reality TV show then, ma'am? Meredith is slowly going, like, maybe quickly going down in my books. Mm. I mean, you have to realize the biscuit, the butter that goes on the biscuit, you know? If you don't want the drama, then... Get off the show. Right. Basically, they all end up going back to the table... 
Uh, Jen says I didn't do anything on my kids and my dad's life. Um, and that's where it ends. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Do you think we'll pick up back at the table? Or is that over? I don't know. I don't see why they would go back to it if... I'm sure they... This was a long episode. I'm sure they probably put everything in there. Because okay. I don't think on the next time... If it was if it was going to continue, it they would have showed it. Continued, yeah. And they would have showed it in the coming up. Which then they didn't. It just seems odd that it's like... This whole dinner and then they finally all get back to the table and it's just over. <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of an, a... Like... It was a big fight, but also not much, ha- like, a lot was said, but not really anything was said. Yeah. Just people talking over each other and yelling at each other and over dumb things. It was fun. I mean, it was entertaining in a lot of ways. I just mean, <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you have, like, the blowouts, the dinners, and there's, like, you know, two people are really going at it. Yeah. And there's a lot. To- this was just, like, everybody talking over each other, but, like. About who, like, the first thing was about who said what about Jen, which we already know who said what about Jen. And I don't think, I think Jen kind of knows the weight of the situation and that people are going to be talking. Yeah. Because she got up crying, and I think she just didn't want to be on camera crying, but I don't think she got up, like, and she didn't storm off mad. Right. So I think it was more of, like, she understands she just is kind of like, this is where I am right now. Yeah. It was really funny, though, in her interview. She was like, y'all could have just invited me for dessert. <laughs> like, <laughs> could have missed the first seven courses of those people arguing about who said what. Yeah. This this really made me want pho and also some spring rolls. Some filet me y'all pho. Dang. I should have not gotten frozen pizza for dinner. I got, we should have ordered spring rolls from that Thai place. Oh, we still can. <laughs> No, we can't. <laughs> we spent so much money this weekend. No. Um, okay, so the next time on, we get, like, something about, like, Jen was, like, hoping to have money for her mom's retirement, which maybe be in question. No, it seemed like her mom was wanting to liquidate her retirement to help Jen. Oh, I see. And Jen was like, that's your retirement. Oh, okay. Um, Whitney implies that Mary and Meredith have been... Maybe have been the one to call the feds, based on what Lisa told her last this episode. Mm. Um, we have to remember that they didn't know that this investigation had been going on for a long time prior to. Yeah, like they said, they said in that thing that the shock shocker that Jen's name had come up a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that doesn't mean that they weren't informants, like on where they were going to be. I, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, Meredith in the tub was a whole villain. Yes, she <laughs> like was, yeah. a, like a she was feeling her villain fantasy, and it really wouldn't surprise me if she helped the cops. No, but she bit. said no. She said though that she didn't have anything to do with it. As we've said, there's lies and then there's truth. That's oh yeah. <laughs> the age old question. Yeah, the age old question. <laughs> Um, and then we see Mary said Lisa comes off as childish, so they might fight. It looks like we're going to have a Wild Rose, like, event where a lot is going to go down. Because I saw there was, like, a step and repeat with the logo. Here's the big question. Do you think a Wild Rose is an upgrade from Iris and Bo? Yes. I do not. (gasps) Why? You hate ones with and in it. Yeah, but it's a plus sign. Iris plus Bo, but it's and. Iris and Bo. I like Iris and Bo better than I like Wild Rose. Iris and Bo. Okay, Wild Rose just makes me think of Tramp Stamps. I'm gonna be straight up. Wild with you. Rose? Yes. I like it because it's her name. Okay. 
Iris and Beau, what does that mean? I don't know. At least Wild Rose, I can relate to Whitney. I'm not saying it's not more relatable to Whitney. I'm just saying... I'm just saying. Do you hate the name? Iris and Beau sounds a little classier to me. The new logo is better, in my opinion. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's like a W, but the end of the W kind of like becomes a rose petal. Okay. In the rose. I like it a lot. All right, hot take. It wasn't my favorite name, but... Hashtag Lobo Boy likes it. Hashtag I might get on board with it. I'm just saying. Um, it looks like Ginny confronts Mary about the slant eyes comment that she made. Mm. And then Mary says, I stand by it. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> and we also see at some... In but I was like, why... I'm sorry. I was like, why couldn't you just say you have nice... I, I like your eyes. Or if someone... You have nice eyes. Why do you have to say slant? If something offends someone and they call, they call you out on it, don't say I stand by that. Say I'm sorry. Yeah. Just say I didn't mean it that That would way. end it. Yeah. No, not even I didn't mean it that way. Like, oh, I'll learn good... from this and I'm sorry. I I uh, read somewhere one time, um, like, if you, somebody presents you with something like that where you didn't mean to say something that hurt somebody, um, that what they said was, it's hard for me to hear that. But, like, basically acknowledging, because it's hard, when you, when you go into defensive mode, it's like, oh, I didn't mean that. Yeah. I wasn't trying to say that. Um, it just starts a whole other argument where you're saying, like, if you're accepting the feedback, you say, it's really hard for me to hear that, which is true because you're saying, I didn't, you know, that's not my intention. Yeah. But that you're taking it on to be better in the future. So. I don't think Mary. Put that in your scrapbook. I don't think Mary is ever going to be at that point ever again in her life because I'm seeing some tendencies (laughs) of, I don't know what you would call it. Um, some sociopathic racial ethnic tendencies. What do you mean? Oh, well, that. Oh, you mean a lack of empathy? It, it feels like she just doesn't care what other people have to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it looks like in at some point, Jenny throws a glass on the ground. <laughs> is that next episode? When she's talking with Mary. And I think if it would have been, if it is next episode, they probably would have shown it in the next time on. Yeah. However, it looked to me like it was the same event. So I don't know. Maybe it's going to be stretched out over two episodes. I could see it because it also seemed like at one point, um, Meredith like walks off kind of drunk and is like, oh, well, we're not going to talk about who you're dating. Right. And if I remember correctly, it was in the same outfit they show her in, in the Wild Rose promo for next week. Which seems like a fun outfit. It's like a big, it's like a jacket with a, a, a whole feather fan on it. It's wild. A pink big bird. <gasps> I didn't mind it. I liked it. <laughs> but it looked like it was like bell-bottom feathers, too. I don't know. It was a lot. Uh, bell-bottoms? What are you... Why are you trying to hide your shoes? <laughs> your ankles? What's wrong? <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the episode. And that's that on that. Do you have any final thoughts? Mm, I... Uh, my final thought was too much shouting. They should not shout so much. Yeah. And talk over each other. Because, like, nothing was really said for a large part of it. I felt bad. I don't feel bad, but, like... I thought it was funny that there was an international peace garden with a peace dinner that was very not peaceful. Yeah. Um, it's always sad when the... But why did you... I mean, like, you should never have expected it to go that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is she shouldn't have expected it to go that way. But it's also... It's always sad when it's like there's a, there's a cast member who might be new. I mean, it kind of reminds me of, like, Garcelle yeah. and Crystal on Beverly Hills. Like, both of them hosted a dinner... 
to kind of like show their culture and like where they're from and the type of food and like a, it, it's supposed to be taken as like I'm in a cast of a lot of white people who are from wherever they might be from in this case Salt Lake City probably haven't gotten to experience a lot of things at least maybe not a lot of people have friends who are Vietnamese or anything like that and this is her chance to like try to showcase that and it just fully goes awry and wasn't about that at all yeah that's the part that makes me sad about it right I agree however Jenny should have known (laughs) I mean maybe it was the the producers were like this is your dinner so there's nothing she could really do about the timing Mm. you never know on that part how but she did kind of at the beginning, she said, like, I want this to be about peace. But then she started screaming, too. So. Yeah, I was going to say, she gave up on it. <laughs> yeah. So, there's that. It did make me really want to have some fun, though. Made me want spring rolls, which I love more. Spring rolls are so good. Uh. Yeah, maybe we do have to order that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that's the end of this episode. She was a doozy. A long one. I'm excited for the Wild Rose party. Uh-huh. Um, if they do make it a two-parter, though, I could maybe see that being a finale. <gasps> no. If Meredith walks off and... No, they do try to kind of, like, make it be uplifting toward the finale, for the and most part. I don't part. think it would do two... They haven't even filmed it yet. The reunion's usually filmed around... Oh, that's the true. last handful of episodes. I meant not next week, but the one after could be the finale. Let's see if it's up there. How many episodes? Also, are. so much has happened this season that I could really see them doing like a three or four parter finale. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about how much drama there is. We talk about the Andy situation, the Lisa situation with all the other girls, and then we have to talk about Jen. Obviously, we have to talk about Jen's potential court and everything like that. And then we also have to talk about the Mary cult stuff. I mean, that's like an episode in itself. Right. The Mary part and the Jen part. Oh, also, some of our friends got us this cameo from Whitney, and it basically confirms that she knows this podcast exists. So I'm going to play it. Hi, Tyler. It's Whitney from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I have a very special message for you from Kaina and Crystal. Happy birthday, Tyler! I hope you have the best day ever. I would deliver you a birthday cake, but I have been banned from touching birthday cakes for at least a year in my house. So I'm sorry I couldn't present you with a cake today. Um, I'm definitely going to go check out your podcast, Privileged Twinks. I'm going to let Heather know too. I will deliver the message to Heather. I will be thinking of you and sending you all the best vibes. Love you. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If you like this podcast, make sure to give it a rating, share it with your Salt Lake City friends. And this has been Privileged Twinks. I'm Tyler. Yeah, I'm Travis. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Bye.